Excited to be here at the Whistle Stop Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> Fried green tomatoes are here, right? That's the book. You ladies Nobody in your 50s know what I'm talking wow. about. Off to a great Fried start. Fried green tomatoes at the Whistle Stop Cafe. I never saw that movie. Uh, anyway, the movie. Never mind. The book is called At the Whistle Stop Cafe. Anyway, we're not here to talk about that. God. Thank we're God. here to talk about Kenny Loggins' album, Celebrate Me Home, which we're going to listen to <laughs> in track one. In its entirety. To track ten. Because nothing is better for drunk people than listening to Kenny Loggins' solo debut from front, front to, to back. back. <laughs> I, have a, I have a question. Has anybody here ever heard the entire album? No. Raise your hand. Okay. Okay. Three. Good. That's three. Right. Three, four. I'd, I'd never heard it myself until earlier this week when I started prepping for this show. Not an easy listen. <laughs> oh, come on. We're going to make it fun. Um, and really, thanks. It's going to be fun. You guys are going to watch us read our scripts. Yeah. yeah. We, we prepared some notes. Yes. Um, really we are not smart. Mostly. What else is going Okay, banter, banter. Oh, banter. Yeah, banter, banter. Uh, yeah, you wrote that. Good. Yeah, we had some good banter there, right? Yeah. Everyone? Oh, I want to prep you guys, too, in case you're not familiar with the format of our podcast. We will be talking over the music. To avoid copyright bullshit. Yes. So if you find yourself saying, I wish these assholes would shut up, I'm trying to listen to Kenny Loggins' solo debut, you can go home and like listen to it on hey, Spotify. Go to Amazon.com and Amazon. buy it through the feralaudio.com so, yeah. portal. Do people know that of our po of the podcast? That's great. All right. So yeah, so uh, if Kenny Loggins uh, tries to sue us, it won't be for copyright infringement, it'll only be for slander. <laughs> okay, we got special helpers today to help us out. Uh, the first, well, over here we've got Rob Crow. Hello. Rob Crow! Rob Crow, ladies and gentlemen. He does all the bumpers and he lives in San Diego, so he's going to do them live tonight. And since it's not a countdown, he's going to do something other than a countdown between the songs. Um, and then also, we want to invite to the stage uh, DJ Claire. Um, Claire in, invited us here. She's been doing this Yacht Rock night every night for eight years. Or every night. Every, every night for eight years. Exhausted. This is her award. It is torture. But uh, Clary has picked a bone throw for us and is going to lead the discussion of today's Yacht Rock bone throw. This is episode 30 of Yacht Rock. 30! 30! Yeah. And our first live one. And our first oh, live yeah! One. So, uh, uh, Rob, let's throw a bone. Did we, did we introduce ourselves? Beyond Yacht Rock podcast, the podcast that makes up arbitrary genres, counts them down. Today we're not going to make up a genre, we're just listening to the Kenny Loggins album, Celebrate Me Home, from track one to track ten. It's Record Club. It's Record Club. It's, yeah, it's live Record first, Club. Our first Record Club live. Um, my name is J.D. Riznar. I am Hunter Stair. David Lyons. I'm Hollywood Steve Huey. 
And right here is DJ Claire, who has picked today's Bone Throw. Claire, what are we listening to? Well, we're listening to Any World That I'm Welcome To by Steely Dan, which uh, is somewhat of a controversial pick because I know you guys debate whether Steely Dan is not rock or not. No, for a minute I thought it wasn't, but now it's only I'm on board. Well, oh, you've changed your mind since that episode. Yeah, they evolved from some weird classic rock band to like full-on yacht rock by a gaucho. But this is somewhere in the middle, so we can argue about it if you want. Oh, I really feel like this is the catalyst in their smooth evolution from rock to more jazz. And it's also very special because it's the first time we hear the smooth backup vocals by Michael McDonald. Yeah, yeah. This is the first time Michael McDonald and Steely Dan came together. It's kind of like the... The little the spark that it's lit like the gasoline and we had the Yacht Rock explosion. The and primordial ooze. Yeah, the, yeah, oh yeah, because yeah. like Steely Dan and these little amoebas in, the, in this prim and then like Michael McDonald's some weird sperm thing that comes up. <laughs> Yacht Rock. Yacht Rock uh, baby. Yep. Yacht Rock baby. It's so smooth. Um, yeah, so this song is from the album Katie Live, which is the first album without Jeff Skunk Baxter, who left. Oh, that's yeah. that's yeah. critical to Yacht Rock. We got a Democrat in the audience, the only one. Everybody, true, true, true. <laughs> oh, no. So, back on the boat, Skunk left Steely Dan to join the Doobies. And uh, some other yachtiness on this uh, album is Jeff Beccaro and David Page of Toto. They contributed their talents. Do you listen to the podcast? You know how to compile fun facts. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I do. She, she's Long time listener, first time caller. Yeah. We love listing names of personnel. Oh, yeah. We've got to drop those names. Um, what else do you want to say? Do you want, I'll drop some names. Yeah. Yeah. I'll yeah, drop some it. names. All right. Well, we got uh, Michael Amardian is on here. Oh, he's, he's good. Yeah, he produced a lot of Yacht Rock after this, so this is that primordial noise. Also, uh, Victor Feldman, who was kind of no, steely. steely I'm obsessed with him. He was kind of Steely Dan's uh, jazz guru. And there's going to be a lot of jazz guru talk today. That's That was Steely Dan's guys. He's on this. And we also, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the old series we did called Yacht Rock, but this was featured in episode 8. Yeah, we actually put this song in the show, so that's a good argument for it yeah. being Yacht Rock. It's Yacht Rock. <laughs> it was Doobie, Bro Doobie Brothers producer Ted Templeman saw Michael McDonald singing with Steel Dan for the first time. It was a beautiful moment. And the producer of Katie Lai, uh, Gary Katz, was apparently quoted as saying, Michael's goal as a backup singer is the ultimate waste of talent. So, after this album, Michael McDonald went on to front the Doobies, and the rest is and, and did you mention that uh, he was known as Mike McDonald? Oh, yes. Yeah, it was yes, pre Michael. He's credited on the album liner notes as Mike McDonald. He was not yet Michael. Same guy. Yeah, hadn't earned his chops yet. Just in case. Listen, Michael, it's, it's me, Skunk. Listen, I'll be happy for you to join the Doobies. But his name, this little boy named Mike, yeah. not working for you. Bummer. It's got to be Michael. Oh, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we're a little more professional than those Dan guys. Uh, like when I become the front, the true front man of this podcast, I'm going to change my name to Hollywood Steven. <laughs> you act like it. Don't tease. Don't tease us with that. All right, uh, Claire, thank you very much. Yeah, Claire. Claire, she put all this together. Yeah. Girl can throw a bone.
guys. We're going to intro the album now, but we're not going to play any tracks. But Rob, can you play a little, some little preview of what you're doing between the songs so we can get a feel for what the night will bring? Uh, these are all things that JD wrote. Just so you know. <laughs> little disclaimer. Celebrate me, Nacho. Hungry for nachos. Celebrate yeah. him nachos. <laughs> when you want something, you celebrate it to someone. Uh, so this is the album we're talking about today. We're going to listen to Kenny Loggins' Celebrate Me Home. As you can see on the shrink wrap and the sticker, it says Kenny Loggins' first solo album. Yeah. So it checks out. Story so checks out. Our first, our first fun fact. Yeah. 100% accurate. 1977, he just broke up with Messina, kicked him to the curb. And uh, if you look at this album cover, it's... it's it's shot like a penthouse spread. Yeah. Put some Vaseline on that lens. Yeah. And really, you really expect it to open up and Loggins to be spread eagle with a big old boner. Oh, and that he, Reynolds pose, maybe? Yeah. He looks so happy and he's so young and handsome. We're, I'm gonna he's pass. got a lot of hair, too, on yeah. this. Well, he, hadn't, my, he hadn't trimmed it down My yet. theory about that is he was not yet comfortable with his ears. Because if you look at his ears, they're real weird. They look like they're on upside down. But, um, Kenny gonna, Weird Ears was actually his uh, nickname. When yeah. Cool. I'm going to pass this around the class so you guys take a look. Nobody steal it. It belongs to Claire. If somebody steals it, I owe her $3. And uh, just so everybody knows, there's no liner notes in it, so you can't check any of our other facts. <laughs> no, we intentionally remove them. Uh, okay, so... Well, we got some, uh, some shop shopkeeping, like what? selling shirts and shit like that. Oh, yeah, we're selling shirts. Hey, we're going to sell them live during the show. Yeah, so if, so anybody, if anybody really wants, wants one, one of these Yacht Rock show it's shirts in the middle of the show, just come up. Give us 20 yeah. bucks, we'll give you yeah. a shirt. Okay. If you're sick of us out. talking, yeah. Just, also, buy you, a shirt. If you, want, if you buy a shirt during the show, you're welcome to come up to the guest mic and talk about the song with us for a little bit. Because we want to hear your opinions, too. Yeah. Uh, that's, and then there's also Bob Seger shirts. I am Bob Seger shirts for sale. They're only Please buy them. They're only ten dollars. I spent eight hundred dollars on these shirts when I didn't have a job, and I have two kids, and I didn't sell as many as I thought I would. So I'm trying to get rid of them to pay off that credit card debt. We, uh, they're, they're black shirts, and they have white type that says it's I'm right Bob Seger yeah. on them. He's describing what everybody's looking at. Oh, for the listeners at home. Yeah, for the listeners. Yeah. That's good podcasting, Dave. Yeah, yeah. I, I stand corrected. And also. If you if you like you leave today, oh I should have bought one. How stupid was I? Oh, you can go to my Etsy store, JD Riznar. Oh, I have them on there. Oh, they're the best shirts. Yeah, they're beautiful <laughs> shirts. Yeah, Great Halloween go. costume. But these these Great gift for rush. Bob Seger. These are premium. These are super good. <laughs> why why haven't we just pooled our money together and bought these shirts so we quit talking about them? I don't know. Because we might put the show on again and we might need them. Oh, okay. We did a rock opera a couple years ago. We wrote an original rock opera with based around the life of Bob Seger. It's terrific. We didn't write the actual songs. The no, songs Bob Seger wrote the whole song. We just wrote the, the lines in between the songs. And it didn't move a lot of shirts for whatever reason. <laughs> no, who knows? Uh, the opening band sold a lot of shirts. Karate! Karate the band. Dave's yeah. band with kids. Um, okay. Do we talk yeah, about Celebrate Me Home? Anybody want to say anything about this album? I kind of want to just start talking about the album. Yeah. Well, we, oh, we got to talk about the Loggins interview. Can I do the just yeah. say, can I just yeah, say the, the quote? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so earlier this year, uh, uh, a few months ago, really, uh, Kenny Loggins was on some morning show and they brought up Yacht Rock and he said, Oh, that's what they're still calling it. Yeah. And, and keep in mind, Loggins is one of the few guys that has never come out to say he really liked the show. He's he doesn't. Rocker. 
He doesn't. Yeah. Have he a, is a rocker. Yeah. That's back. in my notes. Doesn't have a real good sense of humor about it, from what we've heard. No, but well, well, but here's what happened. He nailed the definition better than we ever Bet, could have yeah, done. Better than we ever did. So let me. I'm gonna read and it. And he to introduced you. it by saying, "Oh, that came from the internet." <laughs> so, <laughs> so here it is. He, this is what Kenny said, quote for quote. It's the term that embraces the period of pop music where we sort of channeled into a kind of smooth jazz kind of thing. Where I made, when I made Celebrate Me Home, which is what, that's what we're doing tonight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bob James came into my life, who's a jazz pianist, and he started Foreplay, which is one of the biggest jazz groups in history. And at that, and at that, <laughs> that could time, edited this down. Well, I didn't know you were going to just do this. Well, so. also the way you said it, it's like he came into my life and started Foreplay. Uh, yeah. I, I, I know, he, Kenny was way better than, I'm sorry. There was more pauses when he was doing this. Okay, and then he was working with David Sanborn, another great, the Brecker brothers. He started naming, he then he name dropped David Foster, was writing yeah. R&B songs, who's, who's a yacht rock god. Um, he wrote After the Love is Gone, he name dropped that, which is Hollywood Steve. I, I keep coming back to that yeah, one. Yeah, he loves that show. one. So, and to surmise, so Yacht Rock covers everything from where, from that where smooth jazz merged with pop to where R&B merged with pop. And of course, he also threw in the Hall of Notes. Of course, they were the Philly version of that. But he whatever, called them nobody... the Philly sound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he so closed by saying, and it was a fun ride. Oh, it was a fun ride. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so, so basically we're doing this album because this is the genesis of Yacht Rock, of at least from the Loggins line. Yeah, the Loggins branch of Yacht Rock. The yeah. House we, Loggins. We heard, uh, we heard the Steely Dan line, which connected to the McDonald's and the Doobies. Now we're on the other end. There's also the total line. Listen, we'll get into yeah, that in another show. Yeah, we got a lot. Dave didn't that. bring his diagram. Yeah. Uh, so just a quick, quick thoughts. Quick pre-thoughts before we get into it. Uh, this is not a really good album to sort of locomote us through a live show. There's not a uh, single hit on it. We're yeah. challenging ourselves yeah. is what we're doing. So it's the perfect choice for our first live show. Yeah. <laughs> it peters out toward the end real bad. So. <laughs> Some, some real snoozers. Hopefully our energy and charm can sort of power us through. Or buy a t-shirt at that time, you know? Yeah, yeah. We'll come and talk about uh, Trump. Yeah! Yeah! Oh. Uh, let's, let's listen to the album, unless there's anything else. No, yeah, I think so. This okay. is the wild card. We're about yeah, to hear here the we guy go. go crazy. What's that, what's that instrument that's not a very yacht rocky instrument? This might be the first song since Easy Wickening that has a mandolin in it. Yeah. This is not a yacht rock. So, yeah, oh boy. A lot, a lot of fans of my episode right there. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was his too. Like a brilliant playlist on my part. So there's a bit of a controversy on this one. Oh, what yes. is it? By yes. the way, this song is called Lady Luck. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Track, yeah. track one. Track A1. Yeah. Um, I am of the opinion that, what is it, Tommy Tedesco? Tommy Tedesco. Uh, Genius mandolin super, player. Super famous session guitar player, player, mandolin player. Also plays the mandola, which I think is like a lady mandolin. Uh, he... There's clearly boom. mandolin on this, but he's only credited as playing mandolin on the second track. Oh. Yeah. So 
Is somebody spot data entry error on the internet, or is it fact? We don't know. Yeah. It's a mystery. There's, there's no so liner notes in that album. Tommy, are you here tonight? <laughs> no? Well, that didn't work. Well, we're going to go with Tommy Tedesco. Also, I just want to uh, brief you on the Loggins line of this. This was written by John, uh, co-written by John Townsend from the Sanford Townsend Band. Great underrated yacht rock group. Part of the long lineage of yacht rock groups named after two people, which also includes the Nielsen Pearson Band and the Larson Featon Band. Yeah, and uh, I recommend Duo Glide as their best yacht rock album when you go home. For Sanford Townsend. Sanford Townsend. Did you say Loggins line? Because we could shorten that to log line. Oh, well, this is this is why you're on the podcast. I know, I know, you guys like your portmanteaus. So when uh, when you go home and listen to this song, you can hear some real spot-on Bob James electric piano. I don't know if we said he's the guy who did the taxi theme, and he plays the same electric piano in this song. So you can hear a lot of that in the background. It gives a nice jazz. We're gonna hear that state-of-the-art late '70s synthesizers. And that taxi theme is named Angela. Angela. So when you go on the, the Amazon and find that through the portal. Yeah. I mean, but it's a really weird blend of styles on this song. Like Kenny's Kenny's trying to connect to his his folky past with his mandolin and push into the future with the with his, with his smooth jazz synthesizer stuff. There's a big rock guitar solo at the end. It's just kind of like Kenny's trying to figure out this is his first solo song ever. And he's trying to figure out like who am I? Oh, there's a who lot of Who am I without Messina? Oh, there's a lot of that. Is this who yeah. I am? I don't know. Let's figure it out. Maybe Let's I'm try some shit. Maybe I'm from the past. Maybe I'm from the future. Or am I from the present? I don't know. Is the present an averaging out of the past and future? Maybe. <laughs> Let's put some mandolin on this fucker and find out. <laughs> yeah. That's all true things. And when you listen to this, this at home, listen to the lyrics. There's some great lyrics, like, uh, like this, this logging syncopation. Something supernatural, a charlatan, a mastermind, a charlatan, a mastermind. And then another one that I love, uh, when he's vamping at the end, he goes, "Awesome lucky lady, awesome jealous lady, kiss your lucky lady goodbye." Great. Yeah. JD, that's a really, really nice way of saying the song is all over the place. <laughs> yeah. No, he's exploring. But, no, but he's no, exploring. But his, I'm saying it, it works. I'd actually like to hear Tom Jones take a crack at this because it kind of reminds me a little bit of Thunderball, but there's a, like a hint of a James Bond theme in there, and I think Tom Jones could take it over the top. Also, this is my favorite song on the album. I, I, I actually kind of like this one. It's. it's, it's... Oh, this it's a little deranged in, in terms of what it's trying to do, but it's kind of interesting for that. This song's incredible. Listen to that guitar solo. It's not really yacht rock yet. Another thing I like. First song. Another thing I like about the lyrics of this song is that it's got all that imagery of like the like it's like the sh the charlatan traveling the country with his with his spinning wheel, his wheel of fortune. That was Messina. Ripping everybody off. Yeah, that, that was Messina. That was Messina. Messina. Some... Dissing oh. Messina in this song. Listen close. There. Kenny Loggins so is Messina is a snake oil salesman. <laughs> Celebrate ten dollars out of your wallet and buy a Bob Seger shirt. <laughs> Did you write that, JD? No, it's Rob wow. Pro. Man, I know, he, I know he apologized that he said, "Oh, JD wrote these because he doesn't want everybody to know how hilarious and insightful yeah. he is." He's, he's shooting from the hip. It's sheer poetry. 
Uh, so this is kind of a mellow. Get used to this sound because half the songs on the album sound like this. It's Bob James piano right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Bob this is James a... bringing the smooth jazz and a synth. Thought we'd get more mileage out of that Bob James stuff. Yeah, I guess. Well, all right. What we didn't talk about was the producer. What was his name? Bob James? Oh, was it Bob? The guy? That, the guy <laughs> no, that... no, it was it Phil Ramone? Oh. Phil Ramone was co-producer yes. with Bob James. You're, you're an asshole. <laughs> Phil Ramone is not related to the Ramones. No, but wasn't that the name that Paul McCartney used to check into hotel rooms under? That's I don't know. And that's where the Ramones got the name. The Ram I'm getting off course. Is that confirmed? Oh, this I is like great. I like this guy. Yeah. Researchers. Yeah. yeah. This Music nerds that know more than us. He keeps yeah. nodding at everything I say. I, your next beer is on me, buddy. Hey! Somebody's gotta oh, like it. Now, now I have a, I have a reason for my mom to listen to this now. Should he come up to the mic and say that? They may not have heard that. I'll, I'll tell her. Okay. Um, okay. So this is the song is kind of so. If you'll be mine, this song I feel like this song is a part of this mini genre. I don't know, that, but a, a genre of songs where uh, dudes sing to their unborn child. Yeah, and Loggins, I think Loggins did it before on Danny's song. Yeah. I think that was yeah. about and, his unborn and child. And he sings to a lot of his other after they're born also. Loggins' lyrics are really poetic and obtuse, so this might be sung to a born person, but it might also be an unborn child, I'm not sure. You can hear baby. like you can hear him all the way through. This this is like the hippie folky log and still tied to his past. Yeah, he's really, really breathy and poetic the whole the whole song. Yeah, as he was recording this, he was probably like, Oh, should I call Messina? Should I call maybe yeah. he sound really good harmonizing it? No, no, Kenny, don't do it. Well, who he did call was a guy named Jimmy Webb, who has a little he toe dipped a little bit in the yacht rock, a little bit. A country folk guy, so this was his uh, his methadone to his Messina. He's calling Jimmy Webb. <laughs> his Messina heroin. Methadone, that was brilliant. Hey, he, wait, he's, he's the guy who wrote MacArthur Park, right? Oh. Jimmy Webb. Yeah. And Loggins is shaking at the telephone, about to call Messina. Hurry, get Jimmy Webb in here. Give him a shot of Jimmy Webb. Oh, that's the good. guy who wrote MacArthur Park. Stat. <laughs> oh, Did Jimmy oh, Webb perform MacArthur Park, too? Yeah, how long yeah, these did songs somebody, are. Anybody answer Dave's questions? You should ask, ask the crowd. You should have researched these a little yeah. bit. Well, here's, we guess, don't know anything we did. Don't guess who didn't scripts. really like the album and didn't do a whole lot of research. Well, here's the thing. We've been on a boat for the past, uh, what, three days? Yeah, we're yeah, over we on the, the uh, slip away over on yeah. uh, Shelter Island. We rented, a, we rented a yacht to stay on. Because for very on brand. Yeah. For economic reasons, mostly. Yeah. It was the cheapest hotel, and we wanted to re recreate the uh, album cover to full sale over and over again <laughs> with each other. We didn't take pictures, we just recreated it. Yeah. Yeah. We just enjoyed each other's company. But I don't remember, I wish that there was a picture of uh, Messina rubbing lotion on Loggins' back. I got because that one. That's <laughs> me and you. Yeah, that's mostly what we've been doing. <laughs> That's not a joke. Yeah. It's really no, serious. It's not. It's, and if you listen to the podcast and you catch all the latent homoeroticism bubbling out through it, it's like that in real life, too. It's not really an act for the podcast at all. <laughs> I don't know why you got to put a label on it, Steve. <laughs> so uptight. Ah, oh, well, we, oh, good. We got through that one. Celebrate me, so what you go. That's some classic lines talking over the... Bumper. 
Here we go. Finally, Loggins dips his toe into Brazilian disco. This is my jam. This flute is actually, it's not a flute. This is actually called a recorder consort. <laughs> which, it's a small group of musicians playing that shitty little toy instrument. Yeah. Normally it's hot cross buns when you get a bunch of kids together. Playing. I didn't learn this in fifth grade. <laughs> no, because there was only one person at a time. It wasn't a consort. I found a clip on YouTube of a consort <laughs> playing uh, like for a whole hour, a whole concert. So you can, you can go on YouTube, it'll probably be in the show notes, and just uh, watch this recorder concert for an hour. It's great. You actually don't have to do that. There is, that's classic. But that was classic Hollywood Steve uh, yeah. improv right there. I want to point that out. I want to be very clear. Yeah. Everybody say, here saw it and heard it. I'm going to say no. Hunter, would you like to do some improv? Yes, I would, Steve. Uh, I'm going to be a... No, this is terrible. <laughs> can, I, can I get a place? I heard the whistle stop. Uh, how about podcasting? All right. Yeah, okay, uh, let's go. No, that's actually what we're doing, JD. This is terrible. Dude, read from your script. <laughs> I'll, I'm, com- I'm going to come in. This is, you. Hey, this is a really good song, you guys. This is really good. You got, you got, not only do you have the recorder concert, you got, you got the crazy disco beat underneath where Kenny's trying to, like, maybe he thinks this is his ticket to pop stardom on his own. Like, I'm going I'm to fit into this trend, this disco trend that the kids are into. People are going to be able to dance to my philosophical musings. My recorder consort. <laughs> well, what, what we found is kind of the, the crux of Yacht Rock has been a little disco. Because when we listen to the, the, yeah. the women of Yacht, I don't know if anybody heard that. Because they, they don't, yeah. don't hear a lot of women in Yacht. They were, they often get, were pushed towards a more disco sound. And that's what's happening here. I guess Emma was the first lady to do that. I, l- I love that Logan said, you know what this song needs? More recorder. And somebody said, yeah! Get a consort in here. <laughs> so... <laughs> so I'll, uh, I'm going to talk about another Logan's line. Uh, a log line. I'm sorry, Dave. Log line. Thank you, Hunter. Uh, uh, Lee Rittenauer, who's a uh, jazz jazz funk guitarist, and he was in uh, Foreplay, Bob James' band. We've heard that earlier. Mm-hmm. And that was a good part right there. Um, he uh, he's uh, yeah. He worked with the sort of lesser yacht rock artists like Bill Bounty, uh, Stephen Bishop. Um, Stretch it out? Okay. Uh, he also worked with some Steely Dan. Uh, but in the 80s, he definitely had a couple uh, a couple Yacht Rock albums. Rit 1 and Rit 2, or just Rit and Rit 2. Great stuff if you can find it. Also, you mentioned... Phil Ramone. No, but you uh, you wrote down here Sergio Mendez. And the- yeah, I don't know if Sergio Mendez and Brazil 77 came out before or after this, but somebody heard the other one and copied it. Well, I just want to let you know... Lee Rittenauer played with Sergio Mendes. There it is. Porter never listened to Loggins because Loggins tells them what love is. Feeling good is feeling love. I believe in love. <laughs> Celebrate my cat home. His name is Bubbles and he's missing. This is why we have notes, so we don't have dead air. Oh, fuck. You want to listen to some logins? This is the song started. Yeah. This is how slow he wants to go. This, yeah. this next song is six minutes long. Uh. It's called Set It Free. Wait. 
Oh, yeah, there it goes. <laughs> the audible organs. portion of the song has begun. Yes. Now, I would, I would like to say that when we were researching this, we do a lot, we listen to it on Spotify, and you can see the, what your friends are listening to on Spotify. While I was researching this, I saw that Steve was listening to Trickster. And, to me good. It was a good and song. if I don't say it enough, I love you, Hollywood Steve. Thank you, Dave. I don't think this is playing. I heard, I heard something. It made it made a keyboard. It's not that bad. Before, didn't it? Guess we'll have to just keep riffing on Trickster. <laughs> didn't one of them die in a dirt bike accident? I have no idea. I think Spotify shut us down. <laughs> it's going. It shouldn't have said the S word. It's crazy quiet. Uh, there it goes. It's going for short now. Uh, Thank so, God, finally a slow song. Yeah. <laughs> so, this is the first of several tracks of this album with lyrics co-written by Loggins and his brand new wife, Eva Ein. They divorced in 1990, and I don't know if you've ever seen this, but there's a, a clip on the net of Loggins who put, he had just put out his first music after their divorce, and he's being interviewed by Jay Leno on The Tonight Show, and Jay Leno is totally confused as to how to talk about music. And Loggins is just so spiritual and in touch with himself. And, and kind. And like emotional a nice and person. Sweet. You wanna... And Leno's just this lost douche. Like, hey, how do you, how do you come up with the lyrics? Do you look in the dictionary? <laughs> you know, it's like... I see we've all been working yeah. on our Jay Leno yeah. impression. Yeah. He, he bit your impression, Steve. Uh, um, it just, it's such a no, weird like train wreck interview. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Wait, wait, we're going to have a competition. Oh. Go. Right, Leno, do it. I can't recapture that. Alright, there we go. There's that Hollywood Steve improv. <laughs> Hey, Dave, do some improv. Hey, I'm Jay Leno. I'm a fucking asshole. Oh, he fucking nailed it. <laughs> fucking nailed it, this guy. Now I see what he's seeing. <laughs> hey, guy who likes Dave, what's your name? Pablo. Pablo. Pablo hey, that took him Pablo. a long time to Welcome answer to that the question. I think he made it up. Yeah. He, We're going to wrestle him I... for his driver's license after the podcast. Um... What are we talking about? This I don't is... know. We're talking about this. We got plenty of time left still yeah. on oh. Set It Free. Oh, I saw I'm going to set your attention span free in a minute. I wanted to say, like, how weird it was to watch that Jay Leno interview and to have, like, to see Loggins just try to be real about this painful divorce he's going through and just how much he's putting into that. Like, his soul really comes through in this interview. Yeah. It's, it's very, just one of those kind of weird, thing. weird things you have to do when you're famous. And also... Because he's famous, I can go on Wikipedia and find out that he left his wife because he was sleeping with his colon therapist. Yeah. Which, it, in a plot twist similar to the end of, uh, I think it was Road Trip, where Sean William Scott ends up with the, the lady from the sperm bank who has to milk his prostate. Mm -hmm. Kind of like that. Yeah. Oh. No. Which, like this lady. Um, which a third part of Kenny Loggins' career is him apologizing um, for his divorce to his children. Yeah. If you listen to his letter, letter of records, that's what he's doing. I'm sorry. I'm the sorry. I let mommy for a little bit. Uh, I was uh, working with this dude named Alan on the hit two seven, 2007 movie Norbit. The one that cost Eddie Murphy an Oscar. And, uh, wow. Alan told me that when he uh, was like in his early 20s, he waited on Kenny Loggins and overheard a vicious fight between him and his wife. And what he heard was his wife yell, Because you fuck other women, Kenneth. And he said, because I believe in love. But also, also he's a really good tipper. Feels good. <laughs> Maybe he's dipping his tip where he shouldn't, oh, you know what I mean? Oh, come on. How's that for improv? <laughs> that, yeah. 
Pablo is in seventh heaven right now. What are we at? About four and a half minutes? Uh, uh, nope, not yet. Uh, I thought I was I thought I was hedging my bets low. Nope. To be fair, just so you know, there's a really good part coming up. Yeah. And it only takes them five minutes yeah. to get there. Yeah. There's a there's a point in this song where Logan refers to himself as a Harlequin boy. But he's I don't know what that but, means. Yeah. But a Harlequin boy, it just syncopates. He likes to find those things that like Harlequin. Yeah, he's very, very careful to pronounce it Harlequin. Is that how it's pronounced? Apparently. I only read them. I don't get the audio book. Alright, so here's the here's the good part. This is when Bob James kick, kicks in. This is basically where Kenny Loggin stops singing yes. and Bob James takes over for the last minute. And a lot of songs this album, even though they start out slow, they really go off the rails. And this is one of them. They just go nutty. They get so big. And that's kind of what saves the album. You yeah. just never know. You listen to a boring song, and next thing you know, you're on this weird Loggins locomotive that's going off the tracks. It's great. But it's this really is great. But this is the genesis. They haven't figured out how to merge the two completely. So they, yeah. they have the songs. Here, I'll have this boring part, and you have this awesome part. Yeah, this is And we'll see how it works. Kenny Loggins sings his boring verses, and then Bob James puts some interesting little interludes in between them. And, and that goes on for six minutes. And Messina sits there going, see, I told you. <laughs> Drinking in an alley, all pissed off. Oh, we made it. Oh, we my did God, it. We made it. Celebrate Loggins, his old haircut back. a slow song. <laughs> this is track A5 called Why Do People Lie? <laughs> See, there's, he raises a lot of questions yeah. in this album. <laughs> Not a lot of answers. Lying is a huge problem. I mean, yeah. of, all, of all the problems in the world, I don't think I can think of a bigger or more urgent one than people lying. <laughs> it's just a childlike, unanswerable, it's a childlike, unanswerable question, you know? Well, it's, it's I, a childlike. I'd like to answer it. I think I have an answer. Oh, please, here we go. Kenny Loggins, people lie because they don't believe in love. <laughs> They she don't know exactly about feels. You certainly captured Kenny's voice on that. Mm. Any other thoughts? No, that's all we got. Next oh, that's song. That's it. All right. Next song. Well, what do you guys think people lie? And think about it, too. If any of you guys know why people lie, come up and tell us. I've got some ideas. Uh, I think... Um, well, I'm going to read my script. Yeah, tell us Lucky, lucky for us, lie rhymes with tell me why. No. Which really enhances the song. Certainly. Well, while JD's finding that, I just want to let everybody know that yes, we did bring our own windscreens from home. Yeah. That's why they're we were all assigned to color. Yeah. And it was going to be based on the color of our headphones. So if you come and talk to us, you can grab what color is that? Purple. Yeah. You can be the purple podcaster. Steve is the pink podcaster. David is the blue podcaster. Yeah. Hunter's the green podcaster. I'm the yellow podcaster. You can be the purple podcaster. Nobody wants to be the purple podcast. Oh, oh, no. oh my God, we got a t-shirt. got a t-shirt buyer. What's, uh, what's your name, miss? Why don't you get on the mic over there? Uh, hand me $20. Hi, my name's Ernie. Oh, Ernie. Oh, hi, Ernie. She's our, we know her. We know her. Two t-shirts. Two t-shirts. Uh, why didn't you lie about that? And I can't her. lie. Okay, I figured out a way why people lie. People lie because they want something, and if they tell the truth, they won't get it. 
That's a reason people lie. People lie because they want to preserve the illusion of spontaneity on a live podcast. <laughs> Here's another reason why people lie. Because the truth will give someone an emotional reaction that they do not want to deal with. That's a good reason to lie, right? Long as they yeah. think of that. Yeah, like, they like, even harm the other person's the, uh, self-esteem no. if you tell them No, the you don't look fat. <laughs> Are you familiar with this album, Ernie? A tiny bit. Not a lot. Just a little bit. Just, from, just what you heard tonight? Yeah, basically just what I've heard tonight. All right. Yeah, um, we've been listening to it a lot. Here's another reason a people lot. lie. They're sociopaths. <laughs> it's a mental condition that you can't solve with your pussy music, Lawdies. JD, I got a question for you. Uh -huh. Would you consider a toupee to be a lie? Yes, it is. Yes. Oh, it yeah, is? Yes. You know, well, taking that one step further then, would you consider makeup to be a lie? Ooh. I'm not talking about, like, Kiss. Like a woman? Anyone who wants to wear makeup. No. I feel like no. I know where this is going. But continue. That really wasn't going anywhere. I was going to I was going to bring up that this it. young lady we've never met before looks like a Dio fan, and I wanted to see if anyone oh. wanted to talk oh about gosh. that. That's so weird that you would say that. Oh, we She's should want to talk about on the mic. A Dio tattoo on her wrist, ladies and gentlemen. Dio tattoo on her wrist. Um, I thought that Dave was heading towards Kenny Loggins' more recent plastic surgery, and yeah. whether or not that might be a lie. That is an excellent point. Because he looks very weird these days. Yeah. Sometimes it's not a lie. Sometimes you're just enhancing the inner beauty. I see. So like when you uh, put a new window in your house so you can make it look nicer? Like the saxophone on this song. It's surprisingly sultry for a song about why people lie. I know. Yeah. Like it's it's it it turns pretty sexy at the end. And maybe you maybe people lie because they want to they want to get sex. And and uh, this is another two halfer of a song. You get the sax at the end. Celebrate the end of your dawn. Wait, wait. You know what? We're, we're halfway through. We're halfway through. Oh, side one. Wait, hold on. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do this live. Hold on, hold on. Fifty states and fifty podcasts, hot and cast, and here we come. Fifty states and fifty podcasts. We got America on the run. Man, we got some fans here. Yeah. Special thanks to Mark Rivers for that jam. What you got going on there, JD? <laughs> Where are we? Don't tell me. Do I? I don't invent computers. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Apparently, don't uh, operate them either. <laughs> oh, it's perfect. should we should we sing the bone or the? Uh... Montana. No, let's make it started. Technical difficulties. Oh, it's just a long intro. It's oh, not okay. just no, loggins, no, it, guys. It wasn't playing. <laughs> it wasn't playing. Okay. I saw the number move. This is okay. Serious. All right, Steve. Okay. Hey, what's where are we, Steve? We're wait, in the wait, state. Wait, wait. Well, hold on. What? <laughs> hold on. Hold on. We got to do an edit. That was terrible. Hold on. Everybody okay. Sh edit. Uh, really seeing behind the curtain right now, everyone. <laughs> oh me? Yeah, that's. <laughs> where are you pointing at? Hey guys. <laughs> we haven't done California yet. Oh. Right here in the great state of California, and of all the bands that have come out of California over these many decades, we've decided to go with one from right here in San Diego. This is the band Drive Like Jehu with the song Luau, which of 
according to Wikipedia, features backing vocals from one Rob Crow. Wait, is that, we can actually find out, is that true? Yes, Rob confirmed it over dinner last night. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, obsessed, we're obsessed with a certain background vocalist named Michael McDonald, and this is the first time we ever had a chance to ask one a couple questions, another background vocalist. So what was it like singing background vocals, Rob? Well, they were one of my favorite all-time bands and still are, and immediately after doing it, I went out in the parking lot and threw up. All right! Oh! And he was also known as Robert Crow then. Nope, no, no, never. He's gonna be when he joins our podcast permanently. No little boy name. <laughs> yeah, you wanna you wanna keep reading? Yeah, sure. I'll read some more fun facts. Uh, yeah. This song is from their second and final album, Yank Crime. Uh, it was released on the major label Interscope in 1994, an era when major labels were snapping up. Any band seemed alternative because nobody knew who the hell was going to be the next Nirvana. Uh, and after this album, uh, the band ended up going pretty much on a permanent hiatus so that uh, the guitar player was in a more popular garage punk band called Rocket from the Crypt could focus on that project. Another San Diego band. Um, San Diego, California. You know, around this time, they started throwing the term emo at people. And uh, one of my all-time favorite band, Jawbreaker, and uh, bands like uh, Sunday Day Real Estate were called emo, but they never really identified with it. It wasn't until the uh, candy-ass scene of uh, like Blink-182 and uh, Fallout Boy that the name started to stick. Wow, they also no, uh, no hatred for San Diego's own Blink-182. <laughs> this early emo stuff, they, they call it post-hardcore now to differentiate it from the candy-ass stuff you came later. And of course, like, Fugazi is the best-known post-hardcore yeah. band. I'm so yeah. happy for these two. Yeah, this They're is, so this excited is to be talking about this, this kind of music. This is so exciting. Normally, normally. Another band from California, the Beach Boys. <laughs> That was that was a cheap cheer. That's that's like slipping on a banana peel to get a laugh. There's also one other band from California, and that's all. Their name is Metallica. There are no other bands from California. Uh, Normally I we'll would, do extensive research to name like at least ten other acts. I'd like to I'd like state. to throw out two because there's people here. Oh, okay. Goblin Cock. <laughs> okay. Yep. Yep. They're from California. And uh, the Locust, uh, Bobby, our uh, sound man over here. But that's it. That's all there were. That's drummer, all the bands. Drummer uh, Mark Trombino for this band uh, went on to uh, produce a bunch of amazing albums, including Dude Ranch from Blink-182. He owns a donut shop about three blocks from my house in L.A. called Donut Friend. They all have punk rock theme names, and they are incredible. Go in there. Uh, Mark's usually there, and just one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. And buy a punk rock donut. Like new television. GG Almond. This song is nine and a half minutes long. Let's get back into the login album. Oh, oh, so we can listen to all of your songs. <laughs> to a jerk-off lounge. <laughs> Are we talking about Jack Shacks? You got a rub club around the corner? If anybody has a jerk-off lounge in their house, Rob would like to be celebrated there. Too. That's what I heard him yeah. say. Yeah. Didn't realize we're coming to you live from Tugtown. 
Side B, everyone. Yeah, Side B. One. Side B is gonna take you on a fucking journey. This is enter my and dream. Enter my dream. Enter Kenny Loggins' dreams. This what is you? a song where Kenny Loggins, who is a very, you know, he's a progressive, sensitive '70s man, and he's inviting you to enter his dream. Yeah, finally a slow song. <laughs> What do, you, what do you think Kenny Loggins dreams about? Let me let me uh, take a guess here. I believe I wrote it down. Yeah. Take a guess. <laughs> I believe if you were to go into Kenny Loggins' dream, you'd meet the most sexually permissive Winnie the Pooh you could ever imagine. With a real nice honey pot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here's a fun fact about this song. Yeah, the first line of the song is. Um, Young River, will you stop me for a while? And you're, oh, Young River, like a, like a river? Yeah, like a, oh, no, it's a, no. Yo, Carl Young River. Yeah. J-U-N-G, Young. A dream to log into the Young River. Yes. Like, honey, I had the, I was, I was rolling down the craziest Young River last night. I was naked in school, but it was my friend's house. <laughs> I, when, you know, when I, took, when I took psych classes in college, I never quite understood what Jung was getting at with his theory of the unconscious, like the collective unconscious. But now we're finding out that parents uh, can actually encode like memories and things like post-traumatic stress disorder in the DNA that they pass along to their offspring. So Jung is being proven right by modern science even as we speak. Steve, isn't that a wonderful thing? And, and they never really have named a Stop. river after him. Stop. Stop freaking us out, Steve, with your psychobabble. It's science, Hunter. I just blinded you with science. You know, I had an ex-girlfriend that Never saw a psychobabble written, and she thought it was pronounced psychobabble. <laughs> she also told us we were four music nerds that would never amount to anything. And she yeah! was right! Look. Oh, go ahead. I got nothing to say. Oh, I got something to say. Uh, there's funny lyrics in this song again. Uh, I'll play for you. You'll play a tune for me. A masterpiece of harmony that everyone here can do. Give me a break, Loggins. Guess what? Your plan for a dream-fueled human harmony will never happen. Why? Because people lie. Yeah. <laughs> Why connects. do they lie? Because they don't believe in love. He's figuring everything out on himself. Um, well, I got a topic we can bring up since you were talking about Kenny Loggins' weird dream. Is Winnie the Pooh a girl? Because a few years ago they said that because the original bear was a girl. But I don't know, I rewatched it and I think it's like up in the air, but I don't know a lot of dudes named Winnie. So, or, or Pooh. I don't know, it's just a couple. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, so is, can I get a can I get a call on that? Is Winnie Johnson a uh, girl or boy? I want to say pansexual. Okay. Yeah. And I'm gonna say why do you gotta put a label on it? I'm gonna say he's got a, we are consistent with that. I'm gonna say he's got a meat grinder in there. Ah. Just put your, anything you put in there. Terrible. That's there, was why. A, there was a Japanese horror movie like that that I saw. It was just ripping dicks off left and right, pulling them out by the root. Oh my, I want some honey. Yeah, this is. Winnie the Pooh impression, thank you. Uh, that was I great. I want some honey, please. This is what happens when you just pose questions and you don't actually write this stuff down. Or research. It gets dark. 
We got a whole minute left in Kenny Loggins' dream. Oh, he. We can go he, back. We can talk about the, Drive Like Well, Jehu. this is when he's freak, freaking you out at this point. If you listen to the lyrics about Kenny's dream in this song, it's like he wants a hundred other people to fall asleep and join him in his dreamland, and then everybody starts like all these hundred people start singing in perfect harmony, and it's completely effortless because if there's one thing that hippie folkies don't want to do, it's put effort into anything. <laughs> And they keep sponging off my tax dollars. And if you ask me, taxes are the only problem worse than lying. Yeah. yeah. Trump, yeah, there he is. Yeah. There's my man. Yeah, Steve, Steve just officially hurts my mellow. Get a job, hippie. Listen to how he's ending the song. This yeah, it's a great harmony. ending. This is the harmony he dreamed about. It sounds like everybody coming people. together. The titular track. Ah, finally. <laughs> Wait, isn't it? I've got the melody deep in yep, my heart. We fucked up. <laughs> Here it is. Here it is. The titular track to it. The titular track to what the album was going to be called, which is I've got the melody deep in my heart. The last song was about how he wants everybody to harmonize together. And this is also about how he wants everybody to harmonize together. But he's the one with the melody, yeah. so everybody yeah. else has to adjust to him. He's selfish. It's not the first one-two punch on this album. We'll hear another one in the next two songs, actually. And this is Logan's second failed attempt at a disco hit on this album. And it's excellent. Yeah, it's really yeah, good. I like this. But he, he didn't like, do the, the basic test where you have people dance to it and try to keep the beat throughout. Uh, it, it's like prog disco. Like you, and then this part happens, and you lose your beat, and you're like, I was just, I was just trying to do the New York hustle. All and then it the, got all mellow. All the things Messina would never let him do. <laughs> Failed disco, prog disco. And you can hear Bob Jazz or Bob James. Bob Jazz. Hey guys, Hollywood Steve made a mistake. <laughs> got him. Bob James. Smears and synthesizers all over this disco crossover, which makes it like this, this really amazing fusion of styles that never gelled and never turned into anything. You get this jazz disco folk crossover, it's really strange. So, if you've noticed, there's a lady singing on this song, it's kind of a duet. That's Patty Austin. Patty Austin. The famous yeah. Patty Austin, who also co-wrote the song. Yeah. And this is this is the this is kind of what, where I pushed this album on these guys when we were researching the, the women of Yacht. And I found this song because she co-wrote this with, with Kenny and sings on it. And so we needed to get her in the show. And uh, it's awesome. She's, she's a great singer. She's, and she's one of the few people that have had significant collaboration with both Loggins and McDonald. Yeah, they are There's not many. very few... Because Loggins just doesn't collaborate all that much. They're di they're with... di he's got the log line. Yeah. Thank you. And the down line's on the other one. Mm -hmm. Gosh, we got a lot more to say about <laughs> a lot more time to talk about this song. Uh, well, we started talking about Phil Ramone, who was the producer. Uh, he also worked uh, almost exclusively, other than this, he was a big guy in Billy Joel's camp. Kind of Billy Joel fans? Well, right. every theater major's favorite double disc hits compilation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Hell yeah, that was in a lot of dorms that I didn't want to go back to. A lot of people who owned a lot of movie soundtracks and original cast recordings yeah. had that double disc Billy Joel greatest hits. Yeah, but the, the flip side of that was a Pulp Fiction poster in the Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> Oh, God. Maybe Bob Marley's smoking a joint and John Belushi in a shirt that said college. College, yeah. yeah. The problem with this song is it's actually really good. It's good. So it's hard to make fun of. Yeah. It's, it, yeah, it's, yeah, otherwise we're just going to sit here like, oh, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> I dig it. Oh, right, well, I got another Kenny Loggins story. All right, oh, tell it. Oh, is it going to uh, slander him in any way? No. Oh, no it kind of makes us, makes us look like dicks. Um, my wife ran into him outside of American Idol. My wife works in the entertainment industry. And everyone's going up and getting selfies with him, and she His got one. His wife is Paula Abdul. Yeah. <laughs> and I was MC Scat Cat. Um, <laughs> they met on a song. Yeah. Opposites attract, but I maybe so. My wife got a selfie with him and said, Hey, my husband's a big fan. He played Coco in Yacht Rock. And Kenny Loggins went from, Hey, how are you? Just to like, Oh. And then turned around and talked to somebody else. And then, and then she walked away. She said, I believe in love. I do. Sorry. Good for I was just going to say, 10 years later, he nailed the definition of Yacht Rock. <laughs> Celebrate a drink for yourself. Tip the tender. Here it is, a titular track. Titular track. Oh, let's get titular. Oh, we fucked it up again. No, no, I didn't. That was Rob. Rob! I told you that would happen. You're not, we're not going to let you. You have to stay in San Diego. No, you cannot move up to L.A. and be a permanent part of our podcast. No. Did you keep making this... You, you, you don't have the power to do don't that. Don't defend him. Yes, defend him. He keeps making the splashy sounds come out. All right, again. settle down, Poppy. I'm Rob, I got a real nice guest room with a pillow top comforter whenever you want to visit. Oh, finally a slow song. <laughs> this is pretty titular. I don't know. This is a Christmas song. I don't know why it's not the number one Christmas song ever, everywhere. You never hear it on the Christmas channel. It's, it's probably because after the opening line of the song where he says, Home for the Holidays, he never mentions the holidays again yeah. for the rest of the song. That's probably why. This, you gotta hit people over the head with Christmas for a popular Christmas right. song. Maybe throw, didn't have the throw some fucking jingle bells in there, man. Yeah. Well, this is, uh, this is the only song in the album that's co-written by Bob James, and it's the least jazzy. Huh. Yeah, it's wow. weird. That's a that's paradox. A fun, that's a dirt. Yeah, well, I don't know. Where, where are we going with this? Um, uh, I got a theory about this song. Uh, I think it fits into the genre that we frequently talk about but have never uh, committed to a list uh, called I Promise I'm Not Having Fun. And that's when an artist is on tour. Yeah. This is one of my favorite genres. Yeah. Like uh, Beth by Kiss. Gratefully by Journey? Yeah, yeah. yeah. When they write. See, the road is no place to start. Oh my god, I swear I'm not having any fun no. being a rock star on the I road. I'm going from town to town. With my wife and kids. No, having no been, responsibilities at all. I've been all. drunk this for is, seven days. This is terrible. Everything's fine. That was a lag wagon reference. Worse. No, no one. Hunter, you kind of broken down what this song's really about, like the attitude of it. And I can share because I remember it. Oh, just the fact that it's about about he's being a jerk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, 
a couple things. You guys were talking about the Christmas thing earlier. The thing about this is that so when you're researching this album and you type in Celebrate Me Home into Google, you're only going to find this song. You're never, no one's ever going to mention the full album. No one. And so there's a lot of blogs out there, and one was uh, that this song ruined somebody's Christmas because Kenny Loggins sang this in the 80s at some thing. I just thought that was hilarious that he was able to ruin some child's Christmas by singing this boring song during Christmas. Um, but yeah, no, he's being a jerk because he's basically saying, hey, fuckers, I'm great. You should be so happy to have me here. Not only that, Fucking throw me a party or something. Yeah, Sing a, something for me. It's a very what? desperate, needy song. Yeah. He, after he comes home for Christmas, he's basically <laughs> just begging everybody around him to celebrate him and play his music for him. He's got a lyric that's like, I tend to ramble in here. Yeah, I'm about to leave. Yeah, you're like, leave again. So I'm here, you're lucky, I'm gonna leave. If you want me yeah, back, you better celebrate me if you want me to come home. I got 15 minutes. But I'm minutes. not staying, because girl, I got the ramble. Yeah. But it, oh, but it's not fun. But being on the road is terrible. This is also the only song on this album that made any greatest hits or live album of Kenny Loggins. So he, he holds this one in high regard. This this has a great chanter here that we can all sing along. Oh, are we gonna do this? Yeah, it's um, it's um, what is it? It's uh, <laughs> I'm finally here. I'm bound to roam. Celebrate me home. I'm finally here. I'm bound to roam. Come on, celebrate me home. Pablo. Bound to roam. Celebrate me home. Celebrate Nobody? Everyone! I'm finally here, but I'm down to Rome. Come on, celebrate me home. Only one more minute. Let's go. Down to Rome. I always wanted to do this. They're mics. When people were singing, but I missed it. They're mics. That was celebrating. This is what Bruce Dickinson does during the high parts of the Iron Maiden song. Celebrate me, boat. Okay, here's the thing. After a chant like that, that should have been the last song on the yeah. album. We got two more. There's uh, the one's a cover of a country song from 1956. I question the sequencing of tracks. But this has a this good message one, too. This one is called Daddy's Back. Yep. And Daddy's my Back. Theory, my theory of how it fits into the narrative of the album, he's just been on an odyssey through Dreamland trying to save humanity. And he's just been celebrating how it's like Odysseus returning to Penelope. Uh, and so here's the song, Daddy's Back. Uh -huh. He doesn't have to bother going through and killing his wife's suitors like in Homer's Odyssey. He can just like go bang his wife again. Hey, Daddy's Back. Oh, so, here's uh, a fucking so disco gross. track for and you. And that fits into my theory because he's referring to himself as Daddy, as a sexual object. Yeah. Which is something people do and it creeps me the fuck out. I'm uncomfortable with any usage of daddy. I don't. I don't think that the word should be used that way. Um, this is. This is. Uh, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Buy a T-shirt, then you can talk. She did. She can talk. Oh. Doesn't think she can heckle oh. now. No, that was. That was Dave. Okay. Oh, Dave, David, our oh, friend David. Oh, he's gonna buy a T-shirt. He's got uh, something to say. But this this song is on theme with the last song, 
because the last song was about a, a rambler who's coming home, and this song is also about a guy who's a rolling stone who's come home. And in both instances, it's supposed to be, hey, I'm here, I'm back. <laughs> same thing, same song. All right, he uh, he bought a shirt. He can uh, sit in and talk. You want to sit in for a minute, guys? Oh, hey. David guys, our other hey. friend. Man, these, uh, these really shirts are flying off the shelf. Yeah. Talk to these people all the time. I wish a stranger would come and talk to us, but whatever. Yeah. Oh, your on? friends are buying shirts from you. I know, I know. We're making friends by shirts. Dave, Ga Dave Geis is also the uh, temporary uh, practice bass player for Karate the Band. Karate the Band, I don't know if you know. Good plug, Dave. Kind of, about kind of a big deal. Alright, we have anything to say about this song? The best part about this song is when Kenny tries to scream passionately, like he's in the throes of ecstasy, but he's not quite he's still used to singing folk songs, so he's not real sure how to scream for, for best effect yet. Also, I think we might have buried the lead. Did we mention David Foster yet? No. So this is uh, David Foster Colbert. Uh, That's the lead, everybody. <laughs> David Foster of Airplay co-wrote yeah, Air, this song. Airplay. So not only is it this, so this is his first time that David Foster got onto a yacht rocky scene. He was in a band called Scott Skylark from Canada, and they just left him in L.A. And so he's kind of bouncing around. This is a big deal for David Foster. And then he then later he hooks up with Jay Poop and Graydon to Airplay. And history is written. So this is a big. This is you. This is the genesis of Yacht Rock. This is the Loggins line right now. Lo oh, God damn it, Abe. Fucking log line. Log line. This song, is, is, this song is ending. It ends like Steely Dan's King of the World. If you're familiar with yeah, that. Yeah, another of, great ending. The riff kind of pauses, kind of flowing out. Last song. Celebrate good times. Come on. Hey, hey, Katie. Can I go? Yeah, you can go. Thanks, thanks for sitting in. Dave Geis, everybody. That was old, old talkative Dave, as we go. Yeah, that guy wouldn't shut up. Oh. Finally, great, a great Here's, here's another play. slow song. Finally, a slow song. We're going to end on a sl the slowest note of all. The slowest song on the album. There's not even any percussion on it, I don't think. <laughs> it's, uh... What's it called, everybody? It's, it's called, called You Don't Know Me. <laughs> this is a cover... That's what it's called. Yeah, you so don't know me. We so we, the, yeah, we just listened to Kenny Loggins tell him tell us about himself. We spent the entire time psychoanalyzing Kenny Loggins, and now he's challenging us. <laughs> you don't know me. You don't know me. Yeah. Slowly. I think we, I think we do. Slowly weird. challenging us. You weird, gentle hippie. We know. Yeah. We he, know got, he got married in the nude. <laughs> yeah, that's great, everybody. And then they consummated the marriage with their clothes on. <laughs> Opposite day. <laughs> so this is a cover of an old country tune by Eddie Arnold. Eddie Arnold! Hey, 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 Raise your hand. Uh, it was, it was, the original was recorded in 1955. So at this point in the album, Loggins is just wagging his dick around. Like, check out this old song I know. I'm going to show you all I can make it new. <laughs> you don't know me. Again, with the sequencing of the album, if I like were to break out into my own podcast away from you guys, I think you got one fan over yeah. there. Yeah. Wait. Oh, no. I think I think I lost him. <laughs> the course of this uh, made me lose my one fan. Um, no, I, I think uh, a new album. You're just breaking off from somebody. You start with you don't know me because you've been doing this thing with Messina. Hey, this is me. You don't know me. I'm not just all watching the river run and Danny's song. 
Mm-hmm. Start with this, don't end with it. And then you get into the mandolin with Lady Luck. Yeah. yeah. The big fuck you to Messina who would never yeah. learned to have a mandolin. Exactly. Yeah. Then you drop some hot Brazilian disco. And, yeah, and as it stands, this is a really strange song to follow a disco track about Daddy Daddy's bang you. Yeah, <laughs> you can't, you can't. Or maybe, like, maybe he's saying like cuddling after and like, Maybe oh, no. because he's been gone so long, he, his kid doesn't know him anymore. Oh, this could be to the kid. Yeah, like Daddy, Daddy's home, and oh, then he's really fuck, sad. Fuck, we just bummed everybody out again. Oh, you don't know oh. me. No wonder why the road sucks. Hurry, everyone, celebrate him home so he's not a bummer anymore. Uh, so what did we learn from this album, guys? What? What did we learn from this oh. album? Uh, well, we learned that we can listen to an, an entire Kenny Loggins album in front of a group of people, and it, and it wasn't too painful. Yeah. How was it, everybody? Was it okay? Yeah, it's the first time he ever did this. This is a really... This is a this is a really weird album to do this to, but it's Celebrate Me Home. It's a, and Hunters one. wanted to do something like this for a while. Some other people here, I don't want to name names, brought up Toto 4. But That's four! We gotta start at at least one. Um, but I think it went well, and I'm glad you forced me to listen to all these songs, because uh, <laughs> I think I you're a richer man for it. Yeah. Uh, here's what I learned. I learned that at this point in his career, Loggins was on a locomotive of optimism, narcissism, and disco failure. I, I, learned, that, I learned that even the most mellow, spiritual, spiritual folk jazz albums can use a couple of disco bangers. Yes. I learned that he was telling the truth when he made that quote on a morning show earlier this year about merging smooth jazz into pop and R&B. And this was the album that did it. And this, this is, is it. it. No. Dave, what did we miss today? Um, good Kenny Loggins songs. Yeah. Well, let's let's remedy that. There we go. All right. Hey, thanks everyone. Thanks for coming. Our first ever live. Yeah, thank you. They they now know us. Let's go out. Buy Celebrate Me Home on iTunes through the Feral Audio Amazon portal at feralaudio.com. Or just buy a Kenny Loggins hits compilation. Uh, Follow J.D. Riznar on Spotify for all of our great Beyond Yacht Rock playlists, including the Yacht Rock Bone Throw list. It's a very popular playlist. It's hugely popular. Uh, Go to feralaudio.com for show notes by Timothy Malcolm at Timothy Malcolm on Twitter. Follow us on Facts. Stay tuned to to figure out how you can buy your own Beyond Yacht Rock t-shirt. Stay tuned. Stay tuned to the podcast and we'll give you websites. And then once our website does anybody want a gene meat button? If you do, come up here and I'll give you one for free. Yeah, we got free gene meat buttons. Oh, we got... Um, you sold a Seeger shirt? Are you shitting me? Thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Okay, a great way um, to stay in touch with us is to follow us on Twitter at Yacht Rock. 
Follow JD at JD Riznar. Follow Hollywood Steve at Hollywood Steve H. Follow Dave at David underscore B underscore Lions. Follow Hunter at Hunter Stare. Like Yacht Rock on Facebook. Rate and review us on iTunes. Go to YachtRock.com for what will hopefully one day be a very useful experience. Thank you to Rob Crow. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Rob. Thank you. Yeah, no, 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 no. You know who I believe is to, is to thank for that? Claire, DJ Claire Garaska with the magic of the night. I'm sold two Bob signatures. My kids get dinner tomorrow. Can we thank Dustin again? I will. Hey, Dustin Marshall's here, everyone. Dustin Marshall's our producer. He's amazing. He's our guy. He's our guy. Do we think all, the whistle all stop? smiles over there. All smiles. And, uh, Do we think the whistle stop? I nope. tuned out. Thank you to the whistle stop for having us. Yeah. Thank you. Five bunch of drinks from the whistle stop. Check out other us. Check out other great podcasts at feralaudio.com. And uh, stick around. DJ Claire's going to throw a yacht rock party. Let's have some fun. Yeah.